Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fix the World podcast. I'm here. My name's Sam Avery, and I'm here with Katie Tracy. Hello. How's it going, Kate? All right. Good. Yeah. Any uh, progress complain. on your uh, New Year's resolutions? <laughs> 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 uh, little little disclaimer: uh, We recorded this episode of the same week we recorded our New Year episode. So, um, so so far, I haven't let myself down. I have smashed it in the last ten minutes. <laughs> Since we talked about it, <laughs> that's how you should get New Year's resolutions really mm. cooking. I'm going to resolve for the next 10 minutes not to eat cheese. I'm not having any ice and cream. Lo and behold, I did it! <laughs> You're a winner. How are you, Sam? I'm all right, yeah. I'm good. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm like, I just, I think I like coming back to stuff after Christmas, after New Year, and just getting stuck into it. And, and I'm full of excitement, and I'm f- and it doesn't last. But right now, I'm full of it, full well, of beans. I'm full oh, of beans. Full Kate. of beans. I'm full of beans. Oh, you're excited Is that for the new forthcoming year. Yeah, that's nice. And to use another Scouse phrase, I'm going to give it the bifters. Yeah, I was supposed to go to Jamaica next week, and I had to postpone it for another year because we, ah. we we weren't sure what was going on with COVID. Yeah. So I'm a bit down in the dump spot, not going there. Bummer. Mm. But first world problems. I know people. You can always go camping. Yeah, oh no, I'm not, I'm, not a camp- I'm not a camper. I'm not a natural camper. <laughs> no. no. What do you say? Don't stay anywhere that's more shit than your own house. Never. Yeah. 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 And camping is always shitter than your own mm. house, isn't it? Unless you are homeless. So I've been looking online for holidays. Are you going to go UK? No. No. I'd rather get ripped off in the UK. We did go to the lakes the other week, uh, the week before Christmas actually. It was lovely. We went to the lakes to Ambleside for the weekend. Oh, I like it. And it was there. dead frosty and foggy, and it was just really cute. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> so we stayed in this really gorgeous B and B called uh, Elder Lodge. Um, if you ever go to Ambleside, stay there. It's really, really nice, really good price, and the people who run it are lovely. Um, so on the Friday, they'd said to us, they'd sent us an email saying, if you want to eat in Ambleside, you need to probably book because of COVID and because of it's busy time of year. So we booked two the both nights. The first night we went to this really lovely tapas place and then had a few drinks and then just went back to the room. And then the next day we got up and went for this big long walk. We were going to go on the ferry to by Ambleside Pier. We were going to go over to Bowness. But the the ferry wasn't running because it was so foggy. Like you literally couldn't see your hands in front of your face. It was mad. Um so we went on this big walk and then we went for a few drinks and something to eat. And then the, by the time we'd had our lunch, which was quite late in the afternoon, I went, I didn't really want a big meal tonight. It's just a fancier. We'll be too full. So I contacted the restaurant and cancelled up. We tried to move the book until later on. They couldn't. So we were like, oh, we'll just cancel it and try and find somewhere to eat later on. Anyway, we didn't end up going back to our B&B. It was one of them where we'd gone out. We'd had a few drinks. We had a really funny day. And then we were like, is it worth us going back to get changed to come back out again? When we're already out, we're nice and warm, we've got our warm stuff on. So we ended up just staying out and then going, oh, we'll get a, a takeaway and just take it back to the room. So um, having like made friends with the people who ran the place and thought it was lovely and being dead nice, and we took this takeaway back and I got a kebab with chilli and tahini on and we just sat on the bed watching Match of the Day and having our, our food and um, and I just, and I'm generally not a messy eater and I just went, oh, fuck. And I'd looked, and there was a chili sauce all over the quilt cover. Oh no! Red chili sauce all over the quilt cover, and I was like, 
oh my god, I feel terrible. Dirty so then princess. I tried. It looked like a dirty princess. <laughs> so then I'm trying to clean and I couldn't. So then I went and I was like, oh, I don't know what it's like. So I was like, Mick was just like, just go sleep. We'll see if we can sort it in the morning. So I was like, okay. And um, the next morning it was just there and it had gone through the, the, the quilt itself. Oh, no. And um, so then I'm like, got shower gel out the bathroom and trying to clean it. <laughs> and then I just took it off the bed cover and I, I, I made it worse, yeah. basically. So then we went down to breakfast and I was just, I was dying. I felt ashamed. I was like, I'm going to have to tell him. Mixed kind it'll be fine. It probably just happens all the time, you know. I went, no, I'm going to have to. We've talked takeaway back to this lovely hotel room. It's gone all over the nice white, bright white sheets and I just feel terrible. So I told him and I was like, look, here's my number. If when you take it to be laundered, it can't be, uh, phone me, let me know, because I feel terrible. <laughs> and he was like, it's fine. You want to see some of the stains that we have to put up oh, with? And I was just like... Can I imagine? Okay. If you had to choose between stains, tahini sauce would be quite high on the list, wouldn't it? When you think about... Tahini or chilli, yeah. I mean, yeah, there. I know. I went to a hotel once and I'm, I put the kettle on years ago. I'm, I'm pretty sure someone had pissed in the kettle. Like before, oh, that's it, a thing, it's isn't it? It just stank. It's horrible. And it tasted horrible as well. Oh, it's <laughs> made me feel sick, yuck. <laughs> it's horrible. But yeah, I mean, good on you for telling. That's a bit of honesty. Bit of honesty. And it will want to go back there, so yeah, I thought it was well, Very well phoned. Selfish go, honesty then. Can I come and stay there again? I'm the one who left that big, massive stain on your quilt cover. So were you being honest because you wanted to be nice? <laughs> were you being honest because you didn't want to burn bridges? Doesn't <laughs> matter, does it? As long as you're honest. I was honest because it suited me, to be honest. Well, that's very convenient, Kate. Yes. You painted a picture there of yourself as some kind of holier than thou. No, I'm a, I'm a manipulator. That's <laughs> basically what I'm saying. I'm a puppet master. If it hadn't have been a particularly nice bed and breakfast that I wouldn't have gone back to, maybe I wouldn't have told him. Who knows? Maybe I wouldn't have even got the shower gel out to try and <laughs> clean it up. Maybe I would have left a skiddy there. Uh, so, yeah, that sounds like a nice little trip away. I think there's there's places you can go. Probably Jamaica's a bit far in it with COVID at the moment. It's probably tough. Yeah. Well, it's a shame that. Shame for you. I know. And I feel like if if I'd have kept to the date we were going, I would not have overindulged at Christmas. But because I was like, well, I'm not going now, so I may as well just be a fat bitch. Yeah, get involved. Yeah. And now I have to wear stretchy pants. <laughs> hey, if God didn't invent fat people, he wouldn't have invented stretchy pants. That's what I'm saying. You can't beat stretchy pants. God's so busy with all his innovations. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's been... He's there in heaven. What am I going to... What are these fat people now? They're struggling with the, oh, what am I gonna the do jeans. <sighs> get one of the angels in. Watch a little brainstorm Dragon's Den session. <laughs> Let's get some stretchy pants for the fat ones. What must people in third world countries who are struggling to get food think of the idea, the, the main idea that stretchy pants exist? Because we have all overindulged so much that we need pants that are going to work with us. Our... This is something I, I really struggle to think about because it makes me feel so bad. Where I'm going, oh my God, poor me. I can't stop eating cheese. When like poor little Timothy has to walk 50 miles to a well every day. I'm like it's Timothy. From, where he's a he fictional. <laughs> he's a fictional. You like a flower on a UNICEF <laughs> advert, when you, and they're like there with, yeah. and you think, who the fuck am I? With my my stupid problems. Oh no, but the thing is, a problem is a problem. It doesn't matter what your all relative, situation is. I because I know people are starving, but I still get really annoyed when our Wi-Fi goes on the blink. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or if I don't know the password for like someone yeah. else, still annoying, isn't it? 
But it's you're right. It's all about perspective. Sure, the oceans are full of plastics. Yeah, but I've still got to carry a bag covered. Because it's worth an absolute gold mine. <laughs> it's five p a bag. Is it ten p a bag now? Yeah, I've doubled my fortune. So invest in plastic bags. Got invest in a bag for life. <laughs> but I forget to take the bag for life to the shop, so then I have to buy another bag for life. Do so. you know Lego is more investable than gold now? Really? You buy Lego like good quality, like you know, limited edition Lego sets. Yeah. Don't open them. Ah. Keep them for a couple. Just sit on them. Don't yeah. physically sit on them because that's that's dangerous and uncomfortable. But and then sell them again. So my brother had the Simpsons house in oh. Lego. My mum got him it as a graduation present, and uh, he 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 had it and he never really bothered. He opened it, put it together, and then forgot about it. And uh, he moved out now, so the Lego set was still in my mum's. And he went, "I'm going to sell that," and he sold it for 170 pounds. And he said, if I'd never have got it out the box, I would have got about £800 for it. Oh, my God. I never knew that. How mad is that? So that's what we should all be investing Invest in. Invest in Lego, guys. You heard it here first. Buy some Lego. Cryptocurrency or Lego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could get Bitcoin or you could just, you know, put it all on stickle bricks. <laughs> get stuck in. Or what yeah. was the, it, is it the get the Millennium Falcon in Lego. Oh, some of them are so expensive. I reckon it'd be cheaper to buy a real Millennium Falcon yeah. than the one in the Lego Darth shop. Darth Vader's Z in Lego. Yeah. We, we went in the Lego shop with the kids and they were looking at all the Super Mario stuff and I was looking at, they had the Beatles Let It Be album cover in Lego. And I was like, oh, it's, look at that, it's only 600 quid. Yeah, it look, seems like so a, expensive. a small price to pay yeah. for, for something that'll keep me quiet. Ringo's nose was about 300 quid, just on the on the base of that. like. But Rachel's like that, buy it, keep you quiet. Buy keep it. you quiet for a couple of hours. Just don't open it though. <laughs> Otherwise, the value plummets. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? I've got Star Wars figures that are meant to be worth loads of money, but... Are they still in the package? No, are they bollocks? I bought them for 5p at a... a, a what do you call it? A bring and, is it bring and buy sales? Or what is it when you... Jumble sale. Jumble sale, yeah. yeah. At the end of your path. Yeah. You know, you used to sell stuff. And there was a yeah, kid... At the end of your path. We used to, like, stick, like, I did you see at the end of your path and sell yeah. stuff? Yeah, we, well, we used to try, but no one. there wasn't much passing trade. Oh, like Charlie um, Brown with the yeah, lemonade yeah, stall. Yeah, yeah, It's like that. And uh, me and my brother used to set up like a little camping table and put all the toys we didn't want on there. And literally no one ever, ever went past and bought anything. I doubt to Mary from 60. Do you, you want to buy a lolly ice stick? Do you want to buy me mum's best pants? <laughs> <laughs> on stick? 4p? But I bought a load of Star Wars figures from a lad over the road who was doing the same. 5p a piece, and I, I think it, the cynic, the cynic in me knew they were worth more than 5p, but they weren't boxed. There's one I've got called Yak Face, and he's in the film for like two seconds, and he's meant to be worth 200 quid. This sounds like another one of your Japanese words, Sam. Yak Face. I was talking about this the other week, about uh, my Lonely Mouth blog, mm. and it comes from a Japanese word for Lonely Mouth, the word of which I cannot hey remember. <laughs> Hey, boy, your mouth looks pretty lonely <laughs> over there. You want some company? So uh, there's a Finnish word. Again, I don't know the words, but it means getting drunk in your house in your undies. I love the fact that these words exist, yeah. though. Yeah. Like the word schadenfreude. Great words. Is taking enjoyment from someone else's bad fortune. Which we all do. It is an amazing word. It, yeah. There's also a German word. Or, and again, I don't know the words, but I know the translation. And the translation is, uh, so the meaning of it is the food you eat when you're feeling sad. And the technical translation is grief bacon. 
I've heard of that. <laughs> I have. I think that's great. Why? That's brilliant. It's very sophisticated. Isn't it? Yeah. Because, you know, when you're feeling low and you think, I just need shite. Grief bacon. I've yeah. never cooked bacon. No, no, if only there was a way to encapsulate that, I feel like a dog and my roots need doing. <laughs> and someone in Germany go, We've we actually have a word for that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have words for every specific emotion <laughs> and every different scenario. Just email us. We've got them all. My dad made up a word once and it was for, you know, that feeling when you are it's raining outside or it's windy, mm. but you're inside, Inside, maybe under a duvet. Oh, snuggled up. Or it, so there's no word for that. What? You could what, say cosy. What's the word? So the word he made up, get ready for this, woba wo. Woba wo? It's a stupid word. So is it like, do you say it like, oh, I'm all woba wo? Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's great, isn't it? I feel, yeah. I feel quite woba wo. Yeah. Sometimes I've, I've driven past... There was a caravan park. I was driving past and I said to the kids, that looks quite woe woe doesn't it? And they know what I mean. They think it's a real word. That's cute. It's a good word, that. Thanks, Dad. And then um, we were playing top trumps in the in the summer and my kids are well into uh, sharks and snakes and they got these new top trump packs and there's a, an Australian snake called a boom slang. Mm. And we started saying that word when everything's just, everything's right in the world. Boom slang. Oh, what? boom slang. It's like, boom slang. You know, you just sit down, take your shoes off, put your slippers on, cup cup of tea. Me and my mate Joanne used to, um, so if we were telling each other a story or about a conversation where, say, like, oh, two, two people, one person said this, one person said this, and it went on and on. And instead of, like, going into detail, because we we knew, we already knew that the other person knew how this conversation or scenario was going to end, and you'd just go, and va va va. Yeah. Because you couldn't be asked. So, yeah, so I was in Sainsbury's and this one was in the queue and I was like trying to get out on blah, blah, blah. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. And so we used blah, blah, blah to like just cover the bits that we both knew. We had an understanding that this part of the conversation, we knew how it would yeah. go. You don't need and details. It and blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. That sounds like a posh version of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Because uh, also there's yada yada yada. Yeah. People say yada yada yada. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe we could make more of just words. Yeah. How do we fix vocabulary? That maybe could be that, a future that, episode. Yeah. Language fix language. Tune in, Sandy talks Fig and Stephen Fry. You might learn. Yeah, something. you might learn a thing or fucking two. <laughs> although actually, I think the Germans have already fixed it for us, and maybe yeah. the Japanese as well. Although I, I, I need to check that I'm not saying. I'm going to research what, what words the Germans have for various things. Yeah, I'm also going to uh, check I'm saying the right Japanese words when I'm saying them because <laughs> I don't think I want people to associate me with these unusual sexual activities that are quite popular well, in that country. I don't know. I just think if you're going to be associated with something, let it be weird sexual activities. <laughs> that involve huge groups of Imagine men. someone going, oh, oh, Sam Avery, is he the one who always has like the band T-shirts on? Wouldn't you rather? Oh, Sam Avery. Is he the one who's like a terrible pervert into mad sex practices? <laughs> I'd rather someone describe me as that, to be honest with you. Uh, maybe, yeah. This, 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 the only thing worse than not being talked about is being jizzed on by 20 men. <laughs> <laughs> Says <Wilde>. you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what are we fixing this week, Kate? Hey, we're fixing the gym. We're fixing the gym. 
The gym. It's that time of year, and January is a gymnasium. Everyone's, everyone's going there. Do you say gym or gymnasium? Does anyone say gymnasium? No one says gymnasium. You're a 1950s high school teacher <laughs> yeah. in the US of stateside. Yeah, it's basically what I like to call paying for PE. Yeah, but that's what it is. Have you ever had a personal trainer in a gym? I have got one at the have moment. You got one at the moment. Stevie PT, she's really good. Yeah. She got me stronger than I've ever been in my life. Yeah. I do worry that with all the food I've had over Christmas, I'm just going to end up bulking up and looking hench. I don't know, too hench. <laughs> Jeff Capes. Yeah. Stevie PT, that's a great name. And, and fortunate for her that she went into that line of work with that surname. Well, I know. It's kind of handy, isn't it? She's an excellent PT. And yeah. I'd, uh, yeah. So, well, yeah, so I do. And that is absolutely, if, if you just said to me two years ago, you're going to go to a PT, I would have laughed in your fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> Because that is so not my thing. In Back in the old days when everyone started going to like step class. Mm. Could I fuck do step? Box fit. I couldn't keep up with step. Box fit, I love. Is that, good? Is that a thing I thought I made that up? No, we, <laughs> Crystal calls it foxy box. Foxy box. <laughs> but it's good because you put boxing gloves on and you think like for 30 minutes that you are like the heavyweight champion of the oh, world. That's a nice feeling to have. Yeah. But now, there's certain, like, gymnasium activities that I am not on board with. Well, I've never done Zumba. Yeah. Have you done Zumba? Never. What is that? Is it's it just like, like, like um, a like a maniac? Doing sequences. Right. I can't, I can't learn the steps to our dance. I am a freestyle dancer. <laughs> I identify, I, as, a I identify as a freestyle dancer. You tell me to follow steps and I promise you I will fall on the floor in front of your feet. So Zumba was a no-no, as was um, like aerobics, doing the grapevine and all that. Can't do yeah, it. Yeah, that's not for me. Um, and there's always like the good ones at the front and you're just like, mm. and they always have like the good gear on. And you're there at the back in your pint-sized t-shirts and your fellas' Nike shorts. It's just... <laughs> I, I'm not a natural gym goer. Well, I, I like going to the gym. I, I really enjoy going to the gym, but I really enjoy going on my own, listening to my music or whatever, and then just being in my own little space and doing things at my own pace. I, I, yeah. I've had a personal trainer for three sessions just before I got married, and it was quite useful because he did tell me that literally everything I was doing was wrong. Like, everything I was doing was wrong. The way I was trying to lose weight was wrong. The way I was exercising was wrong. The way I was lifting weights was wrong. Yeah, that's what Stevie... T- just doing cardio all the time is not good. No. It's not good. And just cutting out a certain food group is not good. You've got to... If you work on your strength and your core, that is the basis of most mm. the ways to like... Which is why pushing the shop, shopping trolley is quite good because that's, mm. a, that's a core Pushing activity, the shopping yeah. trolley full of cheese and biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> Up a hill. <laughs> Just working on my um, No, I'm not. I like. I like. Um, I go spinning. I wouldn't say I particularly like. I've it. never done that, and I don't think I would. I would like that. But I, I mean, would... I, I I can only imagine. It's hard enough on a fanny, so I can only imagine how hard it would fanny? be on oh, right, balls. Sorry. I thought you when you sat on a fanny. I know what you mean now. Yeah, like the the the, the first couple of times, it's no joke. <laughs> so. <laughs> As a woman, it's I have no I joke. haven't got I haven't got testicles. Well, last time I checked, <laughs> but I don't know what what a man where a man is supposed to put them when they do spinning. Don't they give you like a little box you can leave them in at the side? <laughs> the side, yeah. In the in honesty the, box. 
the yeah, lockers. These, these ain't mine. Who's taking mine? You put them in the locker and you get a little thing for you to <laughs> <laughs> But spinning's good because you feel like, I like knowing when I come out of a, a exercise thing that I have done. I, I've got to feel and look like I've been rinsed. Yeah. And if I don't, then I don't feel like I've done, no any, done anything properly. Like yoga, I never feel, maybe I'm not doing it right, or maybe I haven't been to the right class, but I never come out going, oh yeah, I feel like yeah, amazing have, now. Have you ever done hot yoga? No, but I do hot spin. Right, oh, hot spin. Oh. How, how long are these spin classes? Like 45 minutes. Oh, Jesus. But they have like the temperature, it's, it's steamy in there, Ooh. and it's dark. It's like a night, it's like the old paradox. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> But it's pitch black with all like flashing lights and that, which I, I'm not all right about. But at least you can't see everybody else. You're all in a row. You're not yeah, in front or behind people. But you have the temperature in the room turns up dead high and humid. Wow. So it's, um, it's meant to be really good Let's for you. Let's get a sweat on, isn't mm-hmm. it? That hot yoga I've been to three times, and it's only because we got a Groupon voucher. You know, when Groupon first came in, mm. we, I mean, we used to do everything through Groupon. My wife was like, yeah, but us these, before the kids were you were born. Well, experience, Sam. Yeah. Come on, we're gonna go and uh, grout a roof. Come on, it's only a quid. <laughs> gonna and drive an actual JCB digger. Be amazing. We're gonna do uh, what was it? We did. We did that. Was it? Segway rallying. We did. <laughs> Just fucking bizarre. Um, that was weird. But yeah, so we we got um, we we got hot yoga and we went three times and then the, the vouchers ran out. Yeah, but we're like on. You go. Oh yeah, no, you can circumnavigate the globe. But it can only be on a Wednesday between two and three. <laughs> Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, it's very specific. Isn't it? <laughs> we did the indoor surfing as well. We did that. That was good. Was it? That was really good, yeah. Um, but anyway, the hot yoga was good. But then I was next to this old woman, and at one point she mm. dripped on me, and I just felt a bit oh gross. Oh, God, out. no. She was, you know, and maybe that's an eight. That's the thing ages. about it. You're in such close proximity. Maybe we're all a bit more like sensitive about it now. But you're in such close proximity with other people who were sweating. And it just makes you go. Yeah, especially at the moment where you're like, there's all sorts going on. Like I used to go to a, a boxing gym for boxer size, and um, it only had one toilet in the corner for girls and lads to use. Oh. And nobody got changed there or showered there. They'd just basically go there and go straight home. And they'd have the spit bucket. That, oh, that makes me feel sick thinking about it. Oh, the spit bucket. But you'd go to the class, and if you needed a way, you'd just be like, I am going to have to hold it in for this whole entire class because there is no way. <laughs> I am going into that lavatory. Yeah, you don't need to put yourself through that, do you? Uh, it's like exercise should be a challenge, but you going going for the piss shouldn't. No, I think though as I've got older, I've I've got more into exercise. Well, I think you feel the benefit more because when you're young, you just feel good anyway. I just feel like I am now. I'm just backpedaling just <laughs> to try and undo all the bad things I've done to my body. The years of hurt. Yeah, I wish I'd have been like this when I was young. Now all like young. Adults seem to be like super vain and super into, you know, they well, don't we, drink as much as we used to. We they never didn't. had Instagram when we were no. kids, did we? Maybe so we didn't care. Maybe we'd be yeah. just as vacuous and vain. But then, double edged sword, though, isn't if it? If you're vacuous and vain, you stay fit and you, you look better, <laughs> probably. No. But then, I, I mean, I've, you've got to find what, what you like, haven't you? That's the thing with any kind of fitness. You gotta because it's not everyone's different, so you can't just do what everyone else does. You gotta find what like I mm. I don't like riding on a bike. I also hate what is it the rower the rowing machine. I like running. Yeah, I, I don't like, like them cross trainers. You know, with your feet go one way and your hands oh, go I don't the other mind way because I just feel I like I'm gonna fall off. <laughs> I don't mind them. 
I feel like I'm skiing. I'm not very coordinated. Have you ever been skiing? No, never been that's skiing. That's good. I can imagine that's good. I've yeah. been indoor, again, Groupon. We went to that dry ski slope <laughs> in uh, by the Trafford Centre yeah. to do indoor snowboarding. And uh, it was one of them things when, like, for the first five minutes of doing it, I was thinking, I think I could go pro. I think I'm that good. And then I, I realised I was this shit. Is the thing with ski- the first, mind. At first, you're like, God, this is easier than I thought. And then the first time you fall, you're like, this is shit. Yeah. Um, but I, I enjoyed that. I like to go and paddleboarding as well. That's a good exercise. Oh, yeah. I bet. And it's not as hard as you would expect. No. But... It's using muscles you don't realise that are even there. That's when it really kills you. I did... Uh, there was a big, like, growth in these, like, alternative fitness classes where they like, outdoor stuff. British military fitness. Oh, my God. Crystal to. became obsessed with that. Well, I went to that once, and not me, but someone who was in the class, because we were in the park, and we were rolling around and jumping, yeah. jumping over logs. We were in park at, like, 7 in the morning, yeah. and some ex... TA, yeah. it'd be like pushing your face into the mud and calling you the dickhead. Yeah, it's great fun. We're three quid, and some fellow, but some fellow, <laughs> some fellow I was with, he rolled in dog shit. So, so he had, he had dog shit on his, like the back of his t shirt and his shorts. Um, I wouldn't oh. say that was what put me off, but I did, I never went back. No, I mean, surely a British, ex British military person would have, would have done a recce. Of the area, so. maybe the, maybe it was fresh. Yeah. Maybe the dog had, had been. Oh God, that's the worst thing ever. Yeah, they probably argue it toughens you up and it builds you builds you up, and it gives you dysentery. Oh. <laughs> that's the weight loss journey. Great part. way to lose weight, <laughs> in it. Get cholera. Drink from an open stream <laughs> in a dirty, dirty. Part. I like doing stuff that's compa- I like, like I go and play squash sometimes. Squash is a great game, isn't it? And I love that because it's like it's a game. Yeah, and you don't feel like you. You don't. Feel, it's it's you cheating not yourself. Same, it's not. Yeah. Well, it's, if you find something that's fun, it's all. It doesn't feel like hard work, does it? But you're still getting good. I like. Fitness. I really, really love swimming, but I don't really swim in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> so you only go swimming two weeks a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wear a swimming costume in the UK. No. Refuse to do it. Yeah. Only skinny dipping only. <laughs> so what about this like? Everyone's doing, what is it, cold water swimming at the moment? Oh, well, I am interested in that aspect yeah. of, I think that seems like um, a bit of a laugh. I don't think it'd be a laugh. It, it might be fun. It might be a laugh. The noise you make when you first get in must be quite funny. I just think like if you live somewhere like the Lake District and you were right on top of like Windsor, say, and you were like, you know what? This is like nature's pool. Yeah. I'm going to go cold water, open water swimming. But if you live... Where I live, and the first nearest body of water is the River Mersey. Oh, the Leeds-Liverpool Canal. With rat piss in it. Yeah. And, you know, Shopping tram wheels. Yeah. bodies. You just, it's, it's hardly, really, it's not enticing. It's not, is it? It's not an enticing prospect. You've got to swim through animal feces mm. just to get your first target. I know. Yeah, I, I know someone who does that cold water swimming, and they said they were in a canal, in the Midlands somewhere, in a canal, swimming along. And uh, a, a dead pigeon just attached itself to their arm. <laughs> and they were just going, Ehh. like trying to get it off without making loads of noise. Ehh. Just trying to flap it away. Oh, no. Ugh. Yeah, that, that's the problem. Well, I mean, you could argue that in any body of open water, there's dead stuff everywhere. Yeah, and piss. And Even piss. in the sea. I mean, yeah. Imagine how much dead stuff is in the sea. Oh, I know. I, I, I try not to think about that one because I love being in the sea. Well... You've got to think about percentages, haven't you? The percentage of the sea that is actually piss is mm. probably... 
It's diluted. It's diluted, isn't it? It's like really weak cordial. Yeah. You give to a kid. <laughs> and you come out and you think, I'm out been at one with nature. Yeah, which is always good, isn't it? Yeah. But walking's meant to be good, isn't it? Walking's like a really good exercise. Cause it's, I get it's, bored. Well, it depends where you go. Walking just through town's a bit boring, isn't it? But like if you go like North Wales or something. Yeah, but you like, oh, let's all walk up, move armor. Why? No, you take some booze with you. Yeah. You have a little cheeky gin and tonic at the top. People only do that now so they can post a picture on Instagram at the top. God. Go, look at us. Ugh. Aren't we worthy? Look at us doing so- We're better <laughs> than you. Yeah. That's what every social media picture yeah. is. I'm better than you. That's what it is, isn't it? Me mate said in the summer at um, a Crosby Beach, they started this thing and it was all them, them, I don't know what you call them, like Cosmic Scousers, who did get up at like six o'clock, go down Crosby Beach. They do a, like a run. Then they do yoga for half an hour, and then they'd all like leg it into the sea at Crosby Beach. Fucking hell! I mean, I won't even go on this. It's it's filthy down there. Oh, I mean. And she went a couple of times, and it was the most unlike anybody. She, it's just not something she would do. And I was like, I can't believe you did that. But you feel good though. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would like to try. I, I would like to do that cold water. I do cold showers yeah. in the morning. And they, they sort me right out. Like, the noise I make, I mean, I'm not as bad now because I've been doing it for about a year, but when I first started doing it, the noise I used to make Oh, you just, like dead dramatic? <laughs> and the kids used to come in and just laugh at me. Like, they're cleaning the teeth, and I'm just going, and I'm thinking, as all this is going on, I'm thinking, like, is this a good, like, role model image to be giving me kids? Where I'm just, like, screaming in the shower. But that makes you feel great. It yeah. just, like, calms you down, cools you down. Saunas I used to like as well. Oh, they're horrible. Do you not like a no, sauna? I don't agree with saunas at all. I don't all. mean like brothels. It's like, you know, no, but you know when you were saying about like being in a class where that old lady sweated on you? Mm. I just don't understand saunas. People who all don't know each other or sitting there just getting sweaty. Oh, I oh, just I, find I, it I, really peculiar. I love listening to the old scouse men in Oh, Sam said that when he gets to the talk. He said it's the funniest thing oh, ever. Oh my God, because I never talk to anyone in the sauna. I just sit in the corner look at my knees, head down, just get a sweat on and then leave. These Some guys go in, it's like a little social thing for them. There was one time, I mean, I, I think I've spoke to a stranger once in a sauna and never again because I sat down and I just said this one fella who's in there went, oh, it's like a sauna in here, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like, and I was doing it in a sort of like ironic way maybe. I don't know, it was a bad joke. It's a shit joke, but that's why I said it because I knew it was a shit joke. But he just looked at me like I was a dickhead and I don't really blame him. But... These old guys want people sit naked in them. No, you're not allowed. I don't think. I don't think. But um, and I have flip flops on as well, so I don't. I'm not touching the floor. Not touching with my feet. Fuck it. Oh, fuck gip. Gip's a great word. Git. Git. Yeah, the git off your. T- you know, you get git in between your toes. Oh, yeah. Or fuck. We call it git. Oh, we call it git. Any kind of substance that's dirty, but you don't know what it is. Yeah. Git. Oh, we call it gip. Do you? Yeah. yeah. We say like chicken gip, you know, at the end of like a roast dinner. You go, oh, I say to my wife, oh, I've I've done the chicken gip. She's like, oh, nice one. That's my. What contribution. How do you get rid of your chicken gip? I I scrape it ah. into the bin, and then um, do you, yeah, and then rinse the remain, remainder off the plate. Yeah, I don't scrape it. I put it in like a like a sandwich bag. I pour it in a sandwich bag and then put it in the bin and That's tie it off because I don't like the idea that I've been smelling a chicken git. Yeah. Or gip. <laughs> chicken gits. Gits even better, I think. <laughs> Anyway, I'm in the sauna. A lot of sauna gip everywhere. <laughs> and these old scouse fellas are talking. 
And I remember this one conversation. This guy, he must have been 60, didn't know what he was talking about. He was going, you know all these boxes? You know all these boxes? They're all, they're all great and that, but you know who'd beat all of them? You know those Irish gypsy fighters? They'd beat anyone, them. And and the other fella's saying, I don't think so. I think, you know, he was, he was, he was like... He was saying, like, you know, this Conor McGregor, he's, he's, he's like, really good. He was, oh, no, but I've seen these guys on YouTube, these gypsy fighters who just <laughs> battered him. And I don't think he's... He wasn't basing this on any No, evidence. just on his own opinion. And it was completely flawed. But it's where they go, I believe, or they say. Yeah. And nobody believe He doesn't believe it from nowhere. No. And nobody said it. It's just come from there. It's just come from his head. But sitting in the dark, in the, in the sweaty dark, listening to that man, it was just... It was very entertaining. Yeah, I love I love listening to old men conversations. Yeah, in in the in our local, to tell you about. Well, I think I told you, but anyway, there's this 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 two old men, uh, John and Frank, and they sat there, and someone had just put up a statue of Ken Dodd in the pub yeah. in in the Lime Street station. Yeah, yeah. So John sat there, and he goes, his arm he used to sit there with his arms folded, and like chewing imaginary chewy, the way old people do like that. He, he, go, he went to, it was dead quiet in the pub, and he went to, I believe, um, seen the statue of Kenzo's in Lime Street. And Frank goes, well, have you been to see it? He went, yeah, he's only about 35 on it. Not unlike him. And Frank goes, all right then. So if someone says, all right, John, you're getting a statue. <laughs> How old do you want to be on it? He went, 35. Well, see, see. <laughs> and that was the end of the, that was, the, this is the kind of conversation, but Frank was funny because, um, have I told this story on this podcast about I, I don't know. when he, he did dentistry? Oh, yeah. You mentioned about the... Go tell us again because it was ages ago. He, 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 he took... Some... So this... this He didn't do... De- he came in and he had toothache. And there was this man sat in the corner, Charlie. And he goes up to him and goes, Hey, lad, do you still do teeth? And we went... Because we were getting saved at the hatch in the other room. And he went, Well, yeah, I can do. Why? And he went... Oh, there's toothache, it's giving me terrible jip, and I'm not fucking paying the dentist. He went, Will you just take my tooth out? And Charlie went, Let's have a look. So he's there in the middle of a pub, and Frank's got his mouth open, and Charlie's looking at his mouth, and he goes, Yeah, I'll get that out for you, lad. And he goes to, to Ray, who lived in the pub, Have you got any pliers there, mate? And he went, I'll just run upstairs and get some. And That's we were just like just going, horrible, Oh, fucking hell, he's going to oh. take this man's tooth out in the pub. So he went upstairs and comes down with this pair of rusty owl pliers. And then someone went, somebody needs to boil a kettle to sanitise the pliers that he was going to use, not in a surgery. Oh. So we were just like, and I was like, I've got, I've got to watch this. I've got to, how can so you not? Frank had a pint of like Guinness or whatever, and he went, right. And Charlie goes, are you ready? And he goes, hang on. And he took this big swig of Guinness and then opened his mouth. And Charlie just went like that with the pliers and just went, oh. and pulled his tooth out. And Frank went, <laughs> took a swig of Guinness and went, yeah, sound that lad, get it. Someone get him a pint. <laughs> and that was what it, I, one of my mates who was with me had run out of the pub and was over the road by the bus stop, like quivering with because it was disgusting. Oh. And it was just like he was like, Well, it saved me paying the dentist, didn't it? Do you still do teeth? Do you what, still what do sentence? teeth? Do you still do teeth? <laughs> well, I used to make it with nails, yeah. so it's the same thing, and it's the same principle. You, I suppose you'd have to have that a kind of, but stomach. that's that kind of old man like. Behaviour yeah. and logic where they do not trust the experts. It's oh, down totally, to them. yeah. Everyone thinks that's a new thing, don't they, with the internet spreading misinformation, mm. but people have been talking bollocks since the beginning of the time. There was a guy in the sauna once was talking about uh, when Schindler's Listed had come out or it just come on the telly or something. 
And he was going, yeah, you know Oscar Schindler? He was from Kirby, you know? <laughs> and, and everyone was going, he wasn't, you know? And this guy was like, whether he was winding everyone up, but he was so serious. Is like, that like that thing about Hitler being, he worked in Liverpool as a painter and decorator? Uh, there's a rumour, isn't Before there? the war. And there's Hitler's a, brother actually lived in Liverpool. His wife was from Liverpool. Yeah, that, that's the rumour, isn't it? Or the story. Or and they lived on Princess Road. Yeah. The, because the, I used to go to a pub in town called the Post House, yeah. which is a quite famous pub because it's never changed and it's never been the built of flats around it, but it's just remained this old yeah. man's pub. And there was a, a, a story in the Liverpool Echo, the local paper, about that pub and they were trying to change it. And they were talking about notable patrons of that pub. And they had all the pictures up and they had John Lennon, Paul McCartney. And then they just had a picture of Hitler. Apparently Hitler popped in for a yeah. pint in like 19... TV's Hitler! Yeah, World <laughs> War II's Adolf Hitler used to like a pint of gold. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was just funny because there was no irony. It looked like a story in Viz, like Hitler. Lennon, McCartney, Hitler. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just, I do, I do like that. And I've Part not been of me a- like wants it to be true. But like, I think if he had lived in Liverpool, he would never have been such a bad fascist. I, I like know. to think that he wouldn't yeah, have had those, those attitudes. He would have liked Pink Floyd Living a in a, a port town where it's very multicultural. You think he would have been a little bit more understanding. A bit more chill. I'm just trying to psychoanalyse yeah. a, a fascist that megalomaniac been, after his death. Maybe. Well, whatever. Maybe he would have been a bit more... Do you know, have, do you know of any other urban myths like that? Do you know what one I heard? So you know Lola Nardi? Yeah. So you know Stan Laurel, the one yeah. from the he was Clint Eastwood's dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I started one myself. I used yeah. to tell people that Brian May from Queen was James May's dad from Top Gear. <laughs> um, and people started to believe that. And I believe that's how urban myths begin. You just start making stuff up. Yeah. Uh, Lolo and Hardy, I was told once by a woman who said she lived on the Isle of Man. And she said that uh, a mum and dad going out and they booked a babysitter and the babysitters turned up and she was babysat by Laurel and Hardy, which I instantly called bullshit on. Well, I mean, I've seen some of the Laurel and Hardy films anyway yeah. and the kinds of capers and th- things that happened to them. I wouldn't trust them with a baby, firstly. Well, and secondly, it probably wasn't Laurel and Hardy, but they can't even carry a ladder between them. No. Lil, imagine imagine with a baby. Two or three a.m. He's dead within minutes. Yeah, well, can you imagine you, you've got the baby, you're about to go out without the baby for the first time ever. Ding dong, the doorbell goes. Oh, here's the babysitter. Oh, I'll open the door. And there's Laurel and Hardy stood there going... Rrr, 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 rrr. Different times, different times. People used to let anyone mind the kids. Stay away from that piano because if that falls out the window again, <laughs> I swear to God, that agency is getting a stern email from me. Don't be carrying planks around this baby. <laughs> no planks. All right, no planks. So getting back to gyms. So yeah. I am a member of another gym that is like a big, massive gym. Right. It, like, and it's what I like about chain it. Gym. A chain gym. It's massive. It's all right. I don't really go that often, to be honest. And I, I'm, I'm, really, I'm, really still t- I'm still tied into my membership, but I'm going to leave when I'm not. But I like it because it's so faceless and nobody, you're not up close to people. Some gyms you go to and everything's, you see the same people and you didn't, Close proximity, but this gym, everything's dead far apart. Yeah, I prefer that. Because I get self-conscious in the gym. Because I get does. a, I get a white sweat moustache. <laughs> it's not, it's not. Like it's an not albino me, Tom yeah, it's not my best look. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I, I just want to be left alone. 
But I never. Okay. I feel like I'm not using the equipment. I feel like someone's gonna come and go. Oh, you doing there? That's for your legs, you dickhead. What are you putting your head in there for? Trying <laughs> yeah. to lift stuff with me back of me now. Well, some machines you haven't got a clue. You have to wait for someone else to go on and then say, "Okay, right, that's what you do." I know, but then there's always them lads who go on the machines where like there's something attached to like a cord, yeah. and they have to just have to stand and they're like that, going, "Yeah," like chatting away, and it's on the lightest weight. But they just think that they look that like, cool. Yeah, I'm the opposite. I put it on the lightest weight and go, "Right, no, <laughs> no, no, I'll come back here next month. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do this." Yeah, I, I don't know. How you'd fix gyms, but. Um, I think my big thing would be to uh, diversify more and I think for everyone to just try stuff out that they might like. I think maybe like bring back fun stuff like pogo sticks and that. Pogo sticks, bouncy hop. Imagine you're switching where you just get on a pogo stick and just have a little go. You know juggling would be good as well. Yeah. Can you juggle? I can't juggle now. I can't Apart from a busy career and family life, (laughs) obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Apart from all my social engagements. (laughs) Juggling's meant to be good because it clears your mind because you can only concentrate on the balls or the chainsaws yeah. or whatever you're juggling at that time. I just don't know like, what muscle group it is work on. M- memory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah probably wouldn't be good I'd come out with concussion because I'd just be like, ah! <laughs> Do you know a bouncy castle in a gym would be good? Oh, that's all bouncy castle gym. Let's set that rag, up. They rag you everywhere. Yeah. They really are to just... I went to this... Uh, what's it called? Air Unlimited I went to yesterday with the kids. It's one of these trampoline lands. Yeah. And I tell you what, my legs are killing today. Like, really, really out of shape. And just bouncing about like a maniac. All the, no mum. You never see any mums on the trampolines. No. Because they're, they're, they're like, nah, I'll piss myself. No, Three bounces and I, that's it. I don't not need my tits bouncing myself yeah. in the face. Uh, I never enjoyed I never enjoyed the trampoline. No one would be like, oh, get the trampoline out. Your brain feels like it's, it's like it, it's a good idea at the time. Then once you start bouncing, you're like, "This is really fucking hard." It, it feels like you got a hangover, do it no doesn't it? You feel like you got a yeah. hangover as soon as you're up and down. Just I was like in school, you know, in the gym in school, um, where once every blue moon they go right, you can get the apparatus out. Oh yeah, that was trumpet. like quality day in school. No, I mean like you know they bring like the climbing. Did you have things against the wall that yeah. they like bring out that you could climb on and like monkey ropes and um, like beams. And it was all like just one big like, and they'd be like going, "Don't be climbing up there." And you're like, "Well, don't put a climbing footframe there." Yeah. If you don't want me to climb against, if you don't want me to climb and try and reach the ceiling, just put some nice artex there. Don't. Put but a- I love the lack of like care for health and safety in, in gyms and swimming pools in the old days. Yeah, it, 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 I mean, I'd, I'd love to see the stats on how many people injured themselves. You can't do nothing now. Because people probably didn't even report it. You've got to have adventures. But no, how I would fix gyms is bring back old school apparatus. <laughs> Imagine just going to the gym and just like un- unbolting the, the wooden climbing frame from the wall. Just a load of 50 year olds like... Ugh. Yeah, or do nothing where you put your legs in and you, you have to trust yourself you're going to yeah. fall back and like keep your hands on. Uh, or what's the big wooden horse thing? Yeah. And the, the trampette, which always sounds like a little female tramp to me. Trampette, yeah, you yeah. little trampette. You little trampette. It That's sounds, a little sexy name, yeah. isn't it? I'm not trying oh. to do trampette. Sounds a bit like strumpet or crumpet. <laughs> and then the big crash mat. Yeah. Which is always... I, I think that. I think that's how it's fixed, Jim. Just have one room that's just dedicated for, like, <laughs> fun. You know, like, years ago in the bath, they'd maybe have two lanes cordons off for people who just wanted to swim up and down. And then the rest of the pool was for all the other ones who just wanted to bomb. Just wanted to piss about. Yeah. And, and probably piss as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. And you could just call it big fuck off open space gyms yeah. and just... 
going back to basics. I'd make people sign a disclaimer on the way in, like a health and safety. There's none in here. Disclaimer. I, I, I signed a disclaimer yesterday at this Air Unlimited, and I did not read it, and it was about 15 pages, and I just thought, if anything happens here, I'm on my own. And I just... When I see trampolines now, I just think you've been framed. Yeah. And I think about them bastard parents who film the kids going, oh, this is what he's going to be. He's like, watch this. Well, don't don't go and help him. Let's carry on film. There's 250 quid this. Before garden trampolines used to have the MMA cage around when they yeah. used to be just freestyle at an angle towards the fence. I just, how many kids just like flew off the trampoline into the neighbor's <laughs> garden before them safety nets were there? Knocking on the door. Can I have yeah. my son back, please? <laughs> he's tangled up in your best, what is it, like... Plants. He's got his head jams in our toilet window. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna go to the gym uh this week and I'm gonna think of this conversation and I'm I'm gonna try spinning a spin class. Try it, but I'm just wear it something that fully protects your balls. Your balls. Yeah. Because I swear you need them strapped tightly against your butt. Put them under your maybe, ass crack. I don't maybe, know maybe what you're actually doing. My abdomen. I can't imagine what it's like to have balls. It must be really awkward. But certainly, it's, it's quite empowering because we do get paid better in most jobs. Well, that's true, yeah. yeah that's so the, that, the pros outweigh the cons. The swings and roundabouts and windmills. Spinning might be painful, but you earn a third <laughs> more than any woman for any go. given job. And we can fuck up continually. No, but we're, we're like, we're proper ballies to go spinning because otherwise you, I don't know where you'll go or what you'll do. All with my them. clothes feel tight at the moment, so I, I won't have any problem. There you go. Finding ballies. And on Let that, me know you get on with spinning. I will do. And on that note... Um, we'll see you next week folks bye thanks for watching